Welcome to the podcast service of Sydney's FM 103.2. Available on the web at fm1032.com.au. Okay, Wikipedia describes Switchfoot as the thinking person's band. Uh, You can also find lots of uh, useless information at Wikipedia. You can find out things all about the band. And uh, I don't know whether to trust it 100%. We'll have to find out from John. Uh, John Foreman, Switchfoot's lead vocalist, is joining us to tell us about all uh, what's been happening over the last 12 months and uh, because they are coming out to the Exo Day as well. So, John, thanks for joining us on Fresh tonight. Hey, what's happening? Well, Wikipedia, you are described as the thinking person's band, and you can also find out how much it costs to, to book Switchfoot for a gig. So, um, new technology, you've got to love it, don't you, John? That's, that's pretty good. I've been thinking about booking Switchfoot for a little while, so... Well, the prices are online as we speak. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> that's good to know. John, it's great to have you online uh, and having a chat to us uh, on the eve of your uh, next Australian tour. It's great to see you coming back to Oz. Man, it's, it's long overdue. I bet we were talking about it today as a band. We were really excited to be headed back over there. It's been way too long. It's uh, Since your first visit, uh, which was just before the beautiful letdown hit it big time, uh, you've been over at least three or four times now. Uh Australia's obviously got a, a special place in our, our heart for you guys. I'll take it, man. I'll take that little special place in your heart. <laughs> cool. Well, congratulations on the new album, Oh Gravity. It's your album number six for you guys. Follows on from uh, the previous Nothing Is Sound. Uh, how's it been going with uh, the release? Oh, man, it's good. Um, it's been an amazing summer. We, d- we did a, a fall tour to kind of set it up, and then we did a spring tour. And then now this summer we're kind of doing, like, the festival fair thing over here in the States. And then the good thing is is that during the week we're able to sleep in our own beds at home and go surfing, which is uh, not something you find in the middle of the country, that's for sure. No, no. And San Diego is your home, and uh, I guess that that West Coast is, uh, yeah, surfing uh, is part part of the culture, isn't it? Yeah, man. I mean, it's funny because... I mean, I, I grew up surfing. There's just like a big, a big part of who I am that needs the water to kind of survive. And um, I just feel like, you know, that's a big part of San Diego. And and that's one of the things that I feel like, you know, I have in common with a lot of my friends from Australia. You know, that there's something I don't know, something about the water that has a li- a life that that it gives you. You know, it does. My wife calls being baptized so it's something that i need for sure cool tell us about uh the, the latest cd oh gravity um it as i said it is album number six where does it sort of fit in the scheme of things of your recording history how, how what what are your feelings about oh gravity i love it um it was kind of a surprise record we didn't really intend on making a record we were planning on making kind of an ep um, finishing up a bunch of songs that we had uh, started from the last record and and just kind of going in with, with a few ideas um, that were kind of in our heads. So we just ran into the studio near us for a week, and the next thing we knew, we kind of had all these songs that were cohesive and felt like probably one of the best records that we had ever made, and so we put it out. So it was almost like a, a record by surprise, I suppose. If if I was to say what does it mean to you, um, how would you answer that? Uh, it's fairly frenetic. Um, we wanted to make just kind of 
short stabs, nothing very uh, self-indulgent. I think that most of the songs are in the three-minute mark. And um, so as far as what it means to me, I think it's it's an attempt to make kind of a very uh, cohesive, like it's a knife of a record, you know. It's not a long sword or a gun or anything like that. It's just it's a it's something that you pull out of your out of your pocket, you yeah. know. Yeah. You've said on your website that uh, songwriting for you is therapy, and uh, it's your attempt to try and come to terms with the reality. In terms of songwriting, and and what what were the things that were playing on your mind uh, during the recording and the writing of Oh Gravity? Oh man, um, for me, there I think. It, the record itself kind of reflects maybe the album cover. It's it's got a lot of uh, different things that are kind of muddying everything up, where you can't really focus on any one particular thing. You have to kind of unpack it, and I feel like that's what the record is for me. I think that it was written during a time in my life when uh, there was very little <laughs> to hold on to, and very you know everything was moving very fast. And so, you know, looking back, a lot of those songs are, um, like I said before, fairly frenetic, and, and that's that's kind of what it reminds me of when I when I listen to any of those songs or when we play them live. It, it always reminds me of kind of the fast pace that we were traveling at the time. Well, it certainly has been a fast pace. I mean, since the beautiful letdown was released, you guys have, I guess, lost any sense of privacy. Uh, how have you coped with the, the, the I guess being in, a, in in the Christian music scene and then being just thrown, uh, you know, full on into the, the main music scene. Yeah, it's been um, a really interesting journey that has been amazing. I mean, I'm so thankful for every step along the way. I hear a lot of people complaining about this or that within the music scene, and I'm continually reminded of all my friends that are you know, kind of struggling along, trying to make it. And so, you know, first off, to say there's certainly no complaints. I'm, I'm so thankful for it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that, that, that change along the way. You know, you get the phone calls from people that don't really want to be your friends. They're just looking for something to get out of you. Yeah. And um, so there's certain, I think you get a lot less friends and a lot more acquaintances. You know, but at the same time, your your friends, you've got you got a, a, a bigger respect for them and a bigger appreciation for who they are. You know, for sticking with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that the album's been broken up into three different um, phases or different areas or times that you've recorded it, and uh, I see that you've worked uh, you've worked with a, a legend in the, the music scene, Steve Lillywhite, who uh, of course is a producer of The Police and You Too. How was that? Um, ridiculous. He is, um, he's amazing. And just a really great ping pong player, actually. Well, that, that's the important thing, I think. Which is, yeah, that was one of the main reasons why we went with him. He kicked the crap out of us. I was going to say, um, did he let you win? But obviously not. No, not once. I don't think, I think he was undefeated. And he'd probably tell you that, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's a great guy. Um, we did we did Awakening with him, and, I, you know, one of the things that he taught us that I, I definitely want to take with me is the idea that you're not making, your, your attempt to make a record is an attempt to make music perfect. And that was something that was a great lesson to learn, because I think a lot of times, especially in the modern age, the attempt is to make everything perfect, to 
dot the I's and cross the T's and, you know, make sure all the math added up. Because as a musician, you learn all the, the rules and, and um, you begin to try, the rules become more important than the game itself. And I think for, for us to be able to work with a, uh, somebody like that to remind us that the rules are simply a part of it and, and um, they're not supposed to come uh, in the way of the music itself. So that was one thing that, that was great, to be kind of freed up from um, the method and the, the music theory and to actually just kind of feel the music instead of thinking it. Now, is there any truth to the rumor? Or at least uh, let's let's refer to Wikipedia. They, they say that you and Tim, uh, your brother, were in a Led Zeppelin cover band during school. Would you like to uh, sort of confirm or deny that? <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's the truth. I think that's pretty much probably true for every band on Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. at some point. I bet Led Zeppelin was in a Led Zeppelin cover band back back in the day. But the trick is, is you got to be in a Led Zeppelin cover band before you hit puberty. <laughs> Because after puberty, uh, the high notes are exceptionally hard to hit. So Yes, yes. Well, this is great. And uh, what about this rock band, ETC? Etc. Um, that was kind of a high school thing. I think my brother might have been in junior high. He, uh, yeah, I mean, we had a great time. It was a different drummer, but it was myself and uh, my brother. And, you know, same kind of thing, I think, where you're still trying to figure out what you want to do. I mean, we were probably the only band in high school that wasn't a punk band, and um, we were adamant about not being a punk band, but everyone still thought we were a punk band type of thing. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, at that point, if you can't sing and uh, you can't really play your instruments, everyone lumps you in the punk band. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good starting point. Well, along the way, you've collected uh, a few friends, and now you're you're out to five members in the band. Are you happy at that point? You know, um, we're going to get about 17 more and kind of start a, a ska band, I think. That's okay. the next step. <laughs> I guess there's a few vacancies in that, that uh, genre at the moment. Well, what's the, what's the impact of sites like YouTube, Facebook, MySpace, Yahoo Music been uh, on, on the band Switchfoot? I mean, we know it's having an impact on the music industry. What about you guys personally? How's the new media environment uh, impacting Switchfoot these days? I think when whenever you're talking about something like that, um, the tools that we have to interface with each other, um, they're they're kind of a two edged sword that can both distance us and bring us closer together, you know. And for me, the reason why I love music is because it brings me closer together. Um, at the end of the night we're all singing the same song. Yeah. And so if it's a tool that can be utilized like that, then it's exciting to see it used like that. But it's also, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, spend most of your time on your cell phone and Blackberries and and uh, and laptops, you know, which we're all there, you know, trying to trying to catch up, you know. Then suddenly, we're not focusing on the conversations in front of us, you know. It's a gift for me to be able to talk to you halfway around the world, but at the same time, I'm, you know, in the room next door, and my buddies are hanging out, you know. So it's like. It's one of those things where it brings us close together, but it also can be something that, that tears us apart, you know. And you've written that in uh, one of the songs. Is that Dirty Second Hands? You talk about the, the, the isolation of technology? Oh, man, that song's about a, a load of issues that, for me, seem to, to all have some sort of 
uh, intersection in the kind of the Venn diagram in my head. Thrift stores, the clock, you know, the fact that every everything ends up in the in the thrift store eventually, no matter what technology it is. I think the, the bottom line is that it's it's very easy to point fingers at everyone, but eventually, suddenly, you're pointing fingers at a mirror, and you realize that the dirt is on the inside. You know, so I think that for me, that's that's where that song lands. Is kind of finding simply the human race culpable. After six albums, are you at that point where you can pretty much do what you want to do artistically wise, or is there still there tension between, well, making art, but also, you know, appeasing and pleasing a record company at the same time? And what's more important? For, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, with that, essentially you're, you're at the intersection of art and commerce and and for me, I'd throw faith in there too, you know. And I used to think that the tension was a bad thing, but I think sometimes that tension is something that uh, can actually produce amazing results. Um, it's almost like a guitar string, you know. If it's not wound tight, there's no sound that it's going to produce. Fortunately, <laughs> or unfortunately, I feel like as a band, we make our best records when there is that tension and when there's tension between us, you know, um, when we're fighting for it, you know, that's something that you don't see, um, from people that aren't committed to something. You don't see them fighting for it. And so whenever there's an argument about the music, I'm reminded of the fact that these are things that we all agree are worth fighting for. So it's, it's kind of that catch 22 where, um, you know, the tension's uncomfortable, but it also is something that is almost necessary to to push us to to do something other than you know the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. To wind up here, John, a few questions. What's your current book that you're reading? The current book that I'm reading, Eat This Book, by Eugene Peterson, not Oscar Peterson. Yeah, it was amazing. I ate it, ate it right up. Beautiful. <laughs> and what what are you currently listening to? Editors. Ah, uh, yes. A new band on the scene. Also, um, favourite film? Probably Amelie or The Big Lebowski. And favourite uh, eating out dish? Well, Thai food last night was amazing, but I have to go with ice cream. Okay, beautiful. And uh, what are you wanting to do when you come out to Australia? Do you have time to um, to have a surf and all that kind of stuff? And we never have time to, to surf out there. We We always kind of get like... A few days around Sydney, you know, and and there's a there's okay waves, um, but we've never we've never actually gotten to go to like the Gold Coast and 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 my, my I've got so many buddies that you know do camping trips over on the West Coast and just camp in a cave and all this these crazy stories that they bring back and so I'm a little jealous and one of these days we're I, I want to record our next record in Australia, so. Maybe you could work that out for us. Maybe we could. Well, maybe we should try. What is, uh, what's happening with the next album? Is there uh, any rumours of a solo CD coming from yourself? There's a few rumours of those floating around. I guess, is there any truth to those rumours? <laughs> um, maybe a little bit of truth to those. I've been working with a friend of mine, actually not on a solo record, that uh, it's called The Real Sean John. And uh, his name's Sean. My name's John. So okay, it, it's fairly obvious um, where the title comes from. But mm. 
uh, yeah, it's, 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 um, that's been really fun. And I've got all these songs, probably like a hundred that have never gone on a switchfoot record. They might be a little too mellow. Um, so it's, it's exciting to kind of be finishing them all up at the same time. I feel like there might be like six or seven releases <laughs> over the course of the next year, year or two. So yeah. We'll keep you posted, man. Okay, we'll keep an eye on it. John yeah. Foreman, thank you very much for joining us tonight on Fresh. We uh, look forward to seeing you at the big EXO Day at the Sydney Olympic Park uh, for the 1st of September. Have a great trip out, and uh, we'll see you there in uh, on the night of the 1st. Can't wait, man. Thank you for your time. We hope you enjoyed this FM 103.2 podcast. To listen to more great audio, visit fm1032.com.au.